Refresh. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Seattle Sucks. Like all of you, we here at Seattle Sucks Newsroom are waiting with bated breath for the final outcome of the Seattle head tax. Let's go over to John for a recap of the events. Thank you, Greg. Wow, you could cut the tension with a knife. Um, over the weekend, the Seattle City Council and the mayor have been uh, in closed-door negotiations trying to figure out a compromise proposal for the employee hours tax. I'm receiving word uh, just right now. Hold on. Let me check my text. That they do have a compromise proposal, uh, $275 uh, per employee per year. Um, but that just begs the question, uh, will Amazon accept this compromise? I understand. Thank you, John. Uh, Colin... I wonder if you can help us place this in context and help us understand the significance of this moment. Well, Greg, I'll do the best that I can. So we as a city of Seattle have a chance to sort of strike back against this corporate welfare uh, system that we have to slay our feudal lord. And um, though it wasn't perhaps as strong of a shot as we had hoped, uh, it was a shot nonetheless. So um, Amazon might be wounded. It's hard to tell. Uh, hang on. Hang on just a minute. I'm getting word. Uh, refresh, please. Refresh. There it is. Here it comes. And? And? Yeah! My hey, boy! Oh. That's it, oh, folks. God. We've seen it with our own eyes. It's tiny. It's ambiguous. It's uncanny, but it is a semi-human smile. The half-assed head tax passes. Jeff Bezos via Instagram magnanimously acquiesces with a a, a Mona Lisa-esque approval. Yay! Woo! We now go to our Bezos Instagram correspondent and senior Android emotion analyst, Alex. Uh, yeah, Greg, thank you. Uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to be here tonight with uh, you gentlemen. I just want to say uh, that uh, you might be a little bit confused as to what's going on right now. Uh, basically, the Seattle City Council and Mayor Durkin have uh, instituted what amounts to a check with Jeff policy, uh, where before we, we pass any ordinance... Uh, we need to check in with Jeff first to make sure it's okay. And, uh, the only way that Jeff really knows how to do this is through Instagram. So, uh, he'll post an awkward, weird photo on Instagram, uh, which is just kind of like bizarre for most people, but he's actually sending a message to the city council and to the mayor about whether or not he approves something. So if we take a look at his latest Instagram post... Yeah, it looks like it was a Mother's Day post. Oh, yeah, he's got a big smile. So Bezos definitely approves. And, of course, uh, the city unanimously uh, follows in his wake with a 9-0 to approval of the ordinance for the head tax. Cool. So, yeah, I think we're good. What's our theme music, by the way? Do we have theme music? Okay, so we don't. Okay, um, we can work on that. Like... I'll I'll use something stupid again, you know. Sure, whatever. Um, We'll figure it out. Anyone else have bloody palms? It's just what a what a moment, what a time to be alive. I just like this is what it felt like when Obama won presidency. Like people in the (laughs) streets, just like climbing on lampposts. I mean, like it's just a wild time to be alive. Yeah, well, you can't see us, but we're all wearing American flags uh, right now to celebrate <laughs> the tax. Uh, cool. All right, well, let's get into the show here. Hello, Seattle. Welcome back to another episode of Seattle Sucks, episode number two. Hi, everybody. My name is Alex. Uh, I will be your host tonight. I'm here with Greg Ryan. Here I am. Colin Teal. Hi. And joining us via the internet, the internets, the AWS internets, we have John. Hell yeah. Seattle born and raised, baby. Yeah, John's calling in from from the council chambers. Um, he was in a, a closet adjacent to the council chambers so that he could record quietly. That's where he is now. It's chaos, presumably, outside. Um, and the People rest of us... They're hugging each other. It's beautiful. <laughs> We did it. We ended homelessness. Okay. Well, we should we should um, we should speed up this up so we can let John go and join in the merriment and like have a drink, uh, maybe do some crowd surfing, 
uh, possibly get laid. A lot of backs need padding, so get to it, John. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the rest of us are, uh, to beat the heat, we've taken the elevator down to the sub-basement be- beneath the Space Needle, and we're sort of in the elevator uh, maintenance room. It's going to be very hard to follow for our audience members, but that's cool. It's episode two. We're still working this shit out. Um, awesome. So what is our, what do we have on the docket here today? We have a uh, sort of a wrap up of the whole head tax, um, much ado about nothing, more or less passing. I mean, I don't know. I personally, it, it feels good. It's, you know, fuck you, Jeff Bezos. We'll pass it anyway. But yeah. at the same time, it also does kind of feel like a bit of a, I don't know, cold comfort. I think we said this last week was, you know, to us, to the city, to people, this tax was going to help, is going to help the money. Every dollar is a huge thing. It's it matters to us. To Jeff Bezos, it's and Amazon, it's nothing. The 20 million is nothing. It's a rounding error. So the victory for them was always going to be the demonstration of power. Um, to to say, to show that they have power in this situation to prevent themselves from being taxed. Um, we've still gotten some money, not even close to as much as, as needed. It's going to raise like $45 million a year, which even the 75 was just going to be a drop in the bucket of what, you know, a, a social safety net would need around here to say nothing of constructing social affordable housing. But, but now in this scenario... Jeff Bezos was still able to flex muscle, make weak threats, and basically scare the shit out of the city council to and the mayor to the effect that they drastically watered down the bill. So he gets to wake, walk away with that win. And the money, okay, he still has to pay a little money. Well, he doesn't care. Again, the money was never the issue. Yeah, this kind of is like a pattern with liberals, I guess, in general, of sort of like negotiating from a stance of negotiating to begin with. Like I'm sure if they would have asked for, you know, more money, like let's say a thousand dollars per head per year, it would have gotten cut in half by Jeff. And then we would, we would be where we would maybe need to be. But instead we, you know, come out with a modest proposal at first, it gets negotiated way down and then everyone calls it a day. Yeah. Sort of like a classic liberal trap, right? We were just talking about that earlier. Yeah. Yep. Whatever you start with, (laughs) whatever it is, this system is going to whittle it down to nothing. So yeah, you better fucking start big, you know? Sure. Well, I also love that. uh, There's always this big talk about, we need data and numbers and plans and like having been in some of these rooms when these compromises are made, it literally just comes down to like what you said, like, well, how about we split it in half? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah, great. Half sounds good. And that's, that's what I mean, isn't uh, that what Durkin's whole plan was, right? She was just yeah. like, cool, well, I, we've done a lot of thinking and policy wonking about it, and uh, how about we split it 50-50? Yeah, so, well, she's a, she's a <laughs> Solomon. <laughs> but props to the to the five left members of the council. I, I was 100% confident they were going to cave when all this, when the Amazon shit ratcheted it up to 10. And... Uh, at least like through Friday, they held their ground and milked an extra $5 million out of this deal. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. If they would have had a sixth vote, it would have been really interesting. So. They did. They stuck together, like you say, all the way into the weekend, which was felt like a big deal. It makes the eventual compromise feel like, you know, a compromise snatched from the jaws of victory. But because it did feel like they had the votes going into the weekend and it was the mayor's like to veto or not. Eventually they did cave, but I don't know. Yeah, but they didn't, like they got, they also know how to count votes and know that they have to work with the mayor. Like I get what they did. They didn't need to. Oh, for sure. I think the point was made. People knew where Durkin was. And so they took the deal that was attainable. I mean, we all know she would have vetoed it, right? So I don't know. I mean, that's do we know that? I don't know. I mean, do you think she would have vetoed it had they stuck to it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think it was just too – she never wanted this to begin with. No. And at this point, everyone knew where she's at on it too. It, the, the problem is like back to Alex's point about 
like long-term significance. It's a little bit of a Pyrrhic victory too because it has the sunset provision. So this all goes away in five years unless it's affirmatively passed again. Again. And all over again. In which Yeah, the problem is it took it took two years of organizing to get like it blew up <laughs> in the last month, but there's been work underway on this for years. And it's just yeah. hard to keep mobilizing like that when all Amazon all Amazon did is like issue two press statements and cancel some planning meetings. <laughs> and that's all they had to do. And then the, the system did its bidding for it. Well, hey, look, in five years, I bet it'll pass again. It'll just be half of what it is now. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> There'll be another fucking compromise. Well, and and actually, in like one of the weirder parts of this whole story was the Chamber's own homelessness study that leaked this week. Yeah. Uh, which really like put a bit of a, I don't know, it pushed back a bit against, against the tide of just like pro-Amazon sentiment, which said... Yeah. We need $500 million a year to solve our homelessness crisis. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we're not even near that. Right. Uh, well, I mean, and that just shows you, like, that it's not even, it's not about the policy. It's not about the wonkery, the numbers. We've always known the solutions to these things. You just have to, like, redistribute wealth in society. And this is in this one narrow case of solving the housing and homelessness crisis. Yeah, you need the way to do that would be to spend a half a billion dollars but like that's never what this is about it's about uh on the case on the business side the chamber side and the amazon side flexing that muscle and just maintaining that power they have to just totally rebuke the idea of taxation and for everybody else um like you know our magnolia friends uh it's about i don't want to pay for that shit fuck them they can go die you know that's, that's right Colin, uh, someone was in attendance at the uh, at the council vote. Isn't that not true? Yeah, that's true. Dubin got a chance to speak. He <gasps> he was up in front of the podium. Our boy, Matt Dubin. Yeah, he was back. There is no them. There <laughs> he is was no them. back on his bullshit. It sounded like I I just saw a tweet. I didn't get to see what he said, but it sounded like he was essentially stumping, trying to tell, trying to convert everyone to his apolitical. Uh, bizarre ideology. He was he was going on and on about the uh, triangle of poverty or whatever. <laughs> yeah. His, his yeah. diagram. Yeah, he was pointing yeah. at his, <laughs> until his, his charts until his mic cry. got cut, yeah. <laughs> and they drug him out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's uh, he's out ginning up people to round up the homeless and put them in prison right now. Yeah, well, because this this uh, agreement, this ordinance, is in his mind. Uh, it's more divisive, pot stirring, the kind of quintessential um, problem of politics to him. Yeah. So, well, that's look. That's what uh, you know. My like liberal dem friend said about this whole thing was the whole campaign for it was divisive and was you know pointing fingers and blaming instead of coming to a compromise. And I just say like, look at how shitty and small this tax is that we got like yeah. had it from the beginning been the liberal way of just like well let's uh get the stakeholders in a closed room let's let's talk this out and see what we come out with and if everybody agrees to something then we'll do that and it would have been like half of this is nothing right like if, yeah. it, if it had not been this big like you say two-year social movement that built up to this um and was very confrontational uh it'd be this wouldn't ever have happened there would be nothing yeah i don't know I... well one thing you've heard a lot of is that this should be a regional approach you know mm-hmm. sort of the more moderate approach and uh i thought we should just check in on what's happening at a regional level where all the moderate voices <laughs> that this could and should be solved um king county executive dow constantine profile and courage uh today monday <laughs> the week of the employee hours tax when the debate is is going full bore, the di- the day, the day, issued a proclamation uh, proclaiming uh, this week uh, affordable housing week. Ooh. The therefore is that uh, King County encourages all county residents to embrace affordable housing opportunities. <laughs> <in their community. laughs> 
approach, everybody. <laughs> wow, yeah. Holy uh, shit. Was that, was that a full, Holy like, four shit. minutes before the vote actually went down that he, he lent that support? I'm just saying there's a better path, and uh, we, you know, fucking communists on the city council just don't get it. So Yeah. <laughs> That is fucking amazing. I'm going to actually, uh, I'm going to, my next rent check is going to be for a thousand dollars less and be like in, in accordance with affordable housing week, I will be paying half rent. Yeah. See how that goes. See how they, uh, <laughs> fucking amazing. This? Is your landlord embracing your affordable <laughs> Do they not know it is a, it is an official observance of the state. Oh, Unbelievable. Yeah. Or the County. Um, it wasn't just King County that decided to weigh in. Um, Amazon also had something to say. Yeah, so uh, this is fucking hilarious because you'd think, you know, Amazon, uh, who is now, they're, they're no longer pausing. They're quote-unquote unpausing the planning. <laughs> so you think, whatever fuck the you. fuck that means. So you'd think they'd be like at least happy or like, you know, they've reached a compromise, right? Well, this is the statement uh, directly from uh, Amazon HQ as of tonight. We are disappointed by today's... <laughs> okay. Can we just add fart noises over this? <laughs> I'll do them right now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is this is directly from Amazon HQ as of tonight. We are disappointed by today's city council decision to introduce... <laughs> to, to introduce a tax on jobs. God damn it. All right. <laughs> While we have resumed construction planning for Block 18, we remain very apprehensive about the future created by the council's hostile approach and rhetoric towards larger businesses. Greg, Greg's trying to make fart noises. Uh, I don't. I don't. I haven't been like seven in a long time. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then it just goes on to talk about you know the city of Seattle revenues, uh, you know, being record high. So you know, city of Seattle revenues have grown dramatically from 2.8 billion in 2010 to 4.2 billion in 2017. Apropos of nothing, like that has nothing right. to do with it. Um, and they will be even higher in 2018. Uh, this revenue increase far outpaces the Seattle population increase over the same period of time. Do the fucking math on that. What does that mean? Revenue increase outpaces population listen, increase? Listen, what? I mean, what that these assholes are trying to say is like, uh, you're already getting plenty of money, asshole, yeah. because of all the economic growth we've caused and we're going to take credit for now has... and. You know, everybody else besides us is paying taxes into that. All our employees. Um, it's re a totally regressive system, like the like the state. Uh, but there is tons of money. They're saying, well, you know what? There's not enough. Our society, partly due to Amazon, Amazon and companies like them, creates homeless people. It's a machine for creating people who can't take care of themselves, and we have no safety net. This measure was to address two very specific issues. The most obvious one, to put money directly towards something that we're not really doing right now, which is building social affordable housing. Now, great, you want to allocate some other money from the budget to do that as well? Uh, yeah, but it's going to be cut from something. The other reason for this, progressive taxation. And that wasn't the focus of the put, the campaign for this, as much but that's a that's a real reason i was for this and this was to put it on the map actually taxing the top corporate bracket in this town that's what it's gonna take I love that, uh, that fucking amazon is criticizing the city for spending inefficiencies when <laughs> oh amazon's God. whole fucking business model is to just dump piles of money and on shit and like drive out its competition yeah i mean Right, their 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 gold mine is the cloud services, right? And everything else is just insanely subsidized, inefficient bullshit of like we'll just charge less because we're because <laughs> we can afford to take the loss on everything we're doing. Not like efficiency masters over at Amazon. Yeah. Well it gives lie to like the whole like government should run like a business. Yeah. Uh well it's bullshit. Actually government does run like a business. It's called bureaucracy. It was largely 
invented by governments and adopted by business and businesses are insanely inefficient and like bloated with middle management and fuck off there's never going to be efficiency uh, and who cares i, I don't Council give a shit should have clapped back and been like I'm not taking advice from the company that brought you the Amazon Fire phone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, man. So God damn, that would have cut so hard. He would have felt that. It would have, like, he would have cried probably. Like those little uh, robot can face. Can cry? Yeah, well, it would have been like a sad emoji. Yeah. Someone would have rushed in and like eyedroppered tears into his eyes and rushed back <laughs> he out. He would have gone to his panda room and just <laughs> sat there for a while. Mike O'Brien should have been like, uh, we're getting word from Amazon right now. They're, they want to weigh in further and just picked up like an, an a ringing fire phone and taking a call from Jeff directly. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that fucking been amazing. amazing. <laughs> All your fire phone updates here at Seattle sucks. We're keeping, we're keeping the fire phone alive. Never so, forget. Uh, so yeah, so obviously Amazon is you know, incredibly unhappy about this, but I'm sure behind the doors, everyone is, you know, cheersing champagne glasses at this point uh, for their, you know, single-handed victory and completely swaying public opinion. And the uh, virtually all press has been oh. calling the head tax a anti-business, or yeah. uh, it's always framed in that respect. So you know, they can go fuck themselves. That's that's uh, par for the course in this country and certainly this it, town. And but. speaking of which, is the Seattle Times editorial. Uh, which is always a fucking joy to read. Um, if yeah. anyone fucking reads yeah. it anymore, beyond like the Crypt Keeper or whoever the fuck <laughs> still subscribes to that fucking rag. This is the like the board of the Seattle Times, and they write actually I think solely to be read by the Blethens in a like a ghoulish like satanic ceremony. This is like their performance review. Every week they have to churn out one of these dog shit pieces of right wing insanity just so the Blevins know that they're they're still doing their job. Yeah. So on on that note, uh, I'm the lucky one that gets to read the op the op ed or the editorial Go. here uh, this time. So if you didn't catch this one, the headline is Mayor Durkin should reject Seattle City Council's job-killing head tax. That's about the point I would I would uh, just stop reading. Yeah, that's when you hit the X on the tab or the, <laughs> the, the browser. But then there's this hilarious little illustration of this guy in a hard hat who kind of looks like, I don't know, like your average Joe, let's say. And he's holding a paper, and the paper just says, Jobs in all caps. <laughs> I love the Seattle in Times red, red uh, solidarity with the working man. Oh yeah, too, right. Yeah. Like oh yeah, we're on the same side here, guys. Yeah, as we'll see from the content of this. Well, I was originally against an, uh, the head tax uh, until I found out that it was not a prostitution tax. It was actually uh, <laughs> a tax not on the blowjobs, but it was a tax on. Uh, working, working people or something. So I, I, I was, I'm fully for it now, but right. it's a little ambivalent when people call it a head tax. It's a little unclear for some people. Yeah. Wow. That. I mean. Well, that would hurt Amazon just as much. No, listen. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you know, that is, you know, hey, work. That's work. It needs to be like protected and regulated. And the natural course there would be to tax it. Okay. So. Next up here, we got Seattle's punitive job-killing head tax is a terrible idea in any form. Mayor Jenny Durkin should reject this misguided measure that will reduce opportunity and support for important homeless response programs. Wow. Coming out fighting there. Okay. So. Does anyone understand this whole, like, taxing jobs is bad? Because we fucking tax – we have payroll taxes – uh, federal income tax like is taxing income bad yeah or? It, it's it's this shit doesn't matter it's just they have to have something to say the answer is taxation is bad they don't want any taxation this the unfortunate thing about the head tax is it does play into the idea of taxing jobs but of course every single tax is always opposed on the with the notion that it's gonna 
hurt jobs, that it's going yeah. to diminish job creation, that it's going to incentivize, de-incentivize hiring or, you know, all this. This one plays into that. But why does it play into that? Because there's no other fucking way to tax anybody in this state or city that that is illegal at all or that they can't easily evade. Yeah, to, to a point you are making earlier, Alex, it's just, I think it's this weird cultural pathology this obsession with jobs i mean it's like a tautological good that we just yeah. need oh, to yeah. have jobs and so for a lot of people they'll just recoil i think either side of of the political jobs uh, fucking suck yeah fuck like, work jobs. sucks fuck yeah. like, working tax yeah. the fuck yeah. out of it man well, dude seriously <laughs> maybe i won't have to go in jobs. every fucking day <laughs> no but it's like <laughs> jobs are like yeah. the economy yeah exactly yeah it, and yeah. the two are the same you know yeah. it's because because of the society we live in full employment is the only way that you can put food on your table like we have an exceptionally low unemployment rate in this country right now, like insanely low, and yet everyone's fucking poor. Everybody is working. Like two people in every household, you know, are working. The kids are working. Grandma and grandpa are working. Everybody's fucking working, and yet we're all still poor. So what does that tell you about jobs? I, there should be a lot less fucking jobs that pay a lot better. Fuck jobs. Yeah. Okay, so here we go into the real meat of this thing. Okay, so. Lay it on me. With its stubborn pursuit of a job killing head tax, the Seattle City Council's tactics are proving to be as divisive and destructive as President Donald Trump's. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Man. Oh my God. That is the most liberal Seattle Times, like sentence you could ever write ever like you can't <laughs> just read it back to me i like i it didn't even sink in yeah Say it again. yeah this like, is this reads like it was a high school current events sort of assignment but okay it says with its stubborn pursuit of a job killing head tax the seattle city council's tactics are proving to be as divisive and destructive as president donald that, trump it's just fucking amazing like as our, destructive as donald trump mm-hmm. what, i mean Wow. Not not only is that like, in, like amazing hyperbole, like and, and just just a fucking low stupid tack to take, but like, uh, it, it this obsession with like manners and and compromise and process, like they'll they'll use the, really we know the Seattle Times, it's a conservative rag. They just don't like taxation, but this shit plays. With liberals in this town, like, you know, the way it was campaigned for it was so divisive. <laughs> it was, they raised their voices at us and demanded, demanded we pay for s- social housing. Uh, and and uh, fuck you, man. Like, yeah. you have to, if you want to change something, if you want policy, you have to fucking argue for it. You have to fight for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is to Alex's point at the beginning of the show that... You can't start in the center and expect really to get any further left in this case. You're only going to go right. Um, Yeah. So, okay. So, here we go. Even Trump could learn from the council's ability to simultaneously pander to its extreme base, ignore sage advice, and divert attention from its terrible performance. The sage advice link is to like a tim burgess op-ed that's just like oh, god yeah shitting on and it and then it's he like, just links back to this and it just doesn't yeah it's like it's, it's like a, they're just jerking each other yeah. off like it's a human centipede oh of god. terrible ideas <laughs> okay so mayor jenny durkin must veto any version of the tax to ensure seattle continues attracting jobs that nourish the economy that little baby the economy we need to <laughs> it's nourish like it. they don't fucking realize the jobs are the fucking problem <laughs> like suckling on your teeth yeah suckling at the teeth of amazon that's what we're all doing man yeah well i I want some of that let me finish here this is gonna get even funnier and create opportunity for all yeah it's definitely doing that yeah Yeah, those are the jobs we have yeah man all the yeah the opportunity flowing in the street like the Amazon River, man. Yeah, it's everywhere. You can feel it. All those service jobs, peddling food to people with millions of dollars of Amazon stock. The opportunity just, of panhandlers amazing. to receive 
wireless uh, donations. <laughs> yeah. It's the future. Yeah. Like Trump's travel ban, Seattle's head tax cannot be reworked <laughs> to make it palatable. Christ! What the fuck? The fucking travel ban? Uh, First of all, you remember that one, guys? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. like when? Like, yeah. But uh, get it. He. I get why these are unsigned editorials. <laughs> yeah, seriously, I would be embarrassed. Oh my god! You know they're saying at cocktail parties. No, I wasn't on. I wasn't in yeah. on that meeting. Yeah. The fucking travel ban. Really comparing mo- like in- exceptionally small uh, progressive taxation to to Trump's travel ban. Like like what universe can you get away with this in? And I mean, really, like it it bears repeating that this was an insanely small tax. Basically, it's a progressive tax where the top marginal bracket was companies grossing over 20 million in a year and at that you know amazon's um liability was estimated to be uh uh at first it was 20 million oh yeah it was also similarly confusingly 20 million dollars but it's less now well now but with the one they're talking about is this this um the original the 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 main one yeah uh that would have been a tax of 0.01% 0.01% on their gross revenue. 0.01%. Great. Think of the jobs. Oh my god. Fuck. Okay, go That's on. That's not very nourishing. Uh Yeah, nourish me more. <laughs> I want to I want to be I want to suckle at the teat of this article. Well, this. since you brought it up, there was a there was a link that you shared, Alex. I think it was from the Huffington Post about uh speculation that Amazon would pick Washington, D.C., the other Washington, the inferior Washington, to be HQ2. And in that post, there's a little mention that oh our, our boy Bay spent $23 million cash <laughs> to buy a giant parcel of land to build the largest home in the city. So fucking rules. He rules. So, <laughs> so again, he's just pissing all over everyone. Well, that I mean, he's also like practically. I mean, I'm sure it's not technically illegal, but he's basically insider trading at that point, like on, with real estate. Because oh yeah, yeah. It'll only Are we be worse. talking about the op-ed? I've like totally. Yeah. Lost sorry. That. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't even finish that paragraph. It's a potent <laughs> symbol of who is welcome and who is not. The head tax represents City Hall's increasing unpredictability and disdain for employers. Regardless of Amazon's response, the city's attitude dissuades companies of all sizes from creating jobs here. It threat this is the worst sentence in my opinion. Like it's so bad. It threatens the cycle of prosperity that saw Boeing plant seeds for Microsoft, which huh? seeded the current generation of tech employers. Huh? Uh, what? Doesn't that just it just rolls off Fuck the tongue? Off. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> headquarters out of the Boeing, yeah. Boeing, who since like 1970 habitually like was laying people off constantly, then because they had been here and so strong for so long, labor was strong here, they decided to break labor strength by moving some of their uh, plane building operations to other places. Uh, and then finally, the final coup de grace, uh, they moved their corporate headquarters uh, to Chicago. And Microsoft, Microsoft, like Amazon, is here basically because we have the most aggressive taxes in the country. There's no fucking income tax in Washington State. You can't actually go anywhere that's better for your tax liability than Washington State. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Fuck. Uh, I don't even understand what that means either. See, it's like, just so pointless. It's so poorly. It's written. just like jobs, a history yeah. of jobs. <laughs> it's yeah, well, all the big companies we love. Yeah, cool. Uh, okay, so City Hall is jeopardizing that to score points with patrons and increase its budget by one percent. Let's talk it through. Yeah, let's wrap a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you must help the homeless, right? Question mark. (laughs) That that sentence says a lot. That's like, oh yeah. (laughs) Okay, so two hundred million is being spent in Seattle and King County. Last year's one night count estimated the county homeless population at around twelve thousand. And from my reading, that's a very low number. Doesn't make sense what they just said. I don't know. Okay, sorry. I think. 
I think wow. basically what they're saying is 200 million is already being spent, so why do they need more? Listen, hang on. The city's already spending money and it's not working. We haven't solved all of our social problems. <laughs> uh, so maybe we need to like back up and and audit this and see what's going wrong. And it's like this is a very old conservative trope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. There's an article I read that talked about the fact that yes, we are getting people off the streets, but more and more people are of course are getting on them. So so they go on to say the crisis needs more. Consultants in 2016 said the major problem is mismanagement. There you go. Greg called it. Not funding. So even though we just got that study out from the chamber that said we need almost half a billion dollars. No, that's so. a classic thing they always say is like uh, the conclusion from blah, 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 blah report is that it's a mismanagement problem. <laughs> and if you click on the fucking link and read any of these reports, that's not what they say. <laughs> they say that management is important, but so is like, you know, changing the structure of the economy, which means, you know, making housing affordable. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. it's clearly in there. But, you know, they're cherry picking the line it's, that it's, serves their ideology. Yeah, it's quote. part of this. It's this old conservative trope that. That this shit doesn't work. That government's mismanaging money, waste, fraud, and abuse. Uh, and the in the reality, the the shift we need to make in our minds is that uh, none of this shit will ever be efficient. No businesses are in the in the mythical way you want it to be. And fuck off. Who cares? Because ultimately, it's not even about efficiency of these programs. It's about redistribution of wealth. So yeah, well, I don't care if any of this shit is efficient. If you're paying, you know, like right. Well, yeah. Fuck wh- off. Why look at why look at this problem the same way you look at selling someone a fire phone, right? <laughs> yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. It's our, our supply chain is having efficiency problems. I guess we have to to shut down this fire phone uh, because uh, sales aren't strong enough to make up for the inefficiencies <laughs> in our system. It's too bad you can't lay off homeless people, you know. <laughs> And just be like, listen, uh, the streets can't take him anymore. We're going to have to make some cutbacks, and we're going to have to cut some homeless. I'm sorry. That's and what the mayor should have come out and said. Don't give the Times Ed Board any ideas, Alex. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You could skip You could skip the rest of this section. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right, because it's just their own numbers, which are you should take with a healthy dose, dose of skepticism. So let's just move on. So more affordable housing is needed. Yeah, we totally agree. Yes. But at what cost? Zero. Zero dollars. <laughs> uh, again, like that's we're you know, we're arguing with people who just who don't actually care that people just die every day. No, because you know? they believe that they deserve it. Yeah. They're where they are because they deserve it, and so are homeless people. So are you and me. Yeah, exactly. So Okay, big companies are to blame. Higher compensation does contribute to higher home prices, which exacerbate the challenge of homelessness. But there's scant evidence good-paying employers cause homelessness. In county surveys, job loss was cited more frequently than affordability as the cause of people's homelessness. So why suppress job creation with a tax? Unbelievable. I just, what? Just shut Total the fuck up. Because no one's arguing that... <laughs> yeah. Businesses are causing homelessness. We're saying that fucking pay to help with homelessness. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're you're right on, John. Uh, Okay, so Amazon should pay. It's a major taxpayer. Uh, Okay, paying 250 million last year in state and local taxes. This would not pass like freshman English. Like, the argument is that they pay taxes, so we're good. Yeah, why? Hey, t- why 250 million. Again, that's like, that, that's like a, like a 1% or tax. Half an hour of revenue or something. Yeah, <laughs> and those are Amazon's own numbers, by the way, which is uh, another thing that people don't tell you, is that all yeah. this information was leaked uh, strategically by some low-level goon at Amazon. So these numbers are totally dubious as to whether or not they actually pay this much or it's just, you know, t- 
take that with a you know, yeah. huge grain of salt. <laughs> I'm imagining some guy running down a open floor plan office, and he's just like looking over his shoulder, and there are drones <laughs> following him. <laughs> so he throws like a USB stick out the yes. window or something yes. into our bike career. Okay. Anyway, Jeff Bezos can afford to pay more. Sure. 100%, totally. But yep. he doesn't have to. After giving Seattle's economy more than $85 billion worth of economic growth since 2010 by choosing to expand Amazon in the city. Uh, yeah, but what have we lost, you complete, like... Okay, for, let me drill it down for you, Colin. We got the balls, all right? Uh, you're right. Uh, those were free, okay? Were you don't free. get to go in there, but they're free to look at. Uh, also... Uh, the banana stand. The banana stand. Three bananas. <laughs> Thank you, John. Uh, a lot of Tom Douglas restaurants. The fire phone. The fire. Right. <laughs> uh, his Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. Got, that's <laughs> actually worth at least ten million. <laughs> a grocery store that doesn't have any cashiers, creating zero jobs. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Or look, <laughs> fractional jobs. Yeah. And that doesn't go into say like at all the jobs that Amazon fucking ruined because yeah. you know no one can compete with Amazon. So yeah, all the record stores, all the bookstores, any kind of fucking re- mom and pop retail is fucking gone. Forget about it, right? Yeah. Like how, how many jobs is that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They've put whole point. industries out of business. <laughs> <laughs> they've concentrated wealth is all they've really done and yeah they've brought money to seattle and they've gentrified that's gentrified a lot of it and forced a lot of people out of neighborhoods that they that they've been in for decades Ugh, yeah well i'm convinced i'm convinced get rid of the head tag <laughs> all right repeal it Get everyone on the bandwagon. They're not even talking. They end by not even like talking about the head tax at all. It just like goes into weird. Yeah, no, it's kind of. How does it end? <laughs> so finally, this this we should read. What should we do? Homelessness and affordability are worsening despite record spending on services and housing. So the public needs to see performance improvement before spending more. You're on a what? performance improvement plan. Holy <laughs> shit. Is that is that like an action plan? Like yeah. When you well, uh, when yeah. you punch a kid in third grade. This is the corporate version. It's the of corporate. That. Yeah, you've been pipped. Yeah. You know. Basically, <laughs> this means we're firing you, but we can't do it for six months for legal reasons. Essentially, <laughs> more emphasis is needed on reducing poverty instead of penalizing job Fuck creators. Off. Encourage them to create opportunity. <laughs> the problem is we don't have enough jobs. Jobs, people. Jobs. Like, what are we... Oh, man. So, what, what's their plan? What do we do to encourage, to, uh, encourage them to promote opportunity? Like, raising the minimum wage to $40 an hour in, and <laughs> so that uh, Amazon warehouse employees have the opportunity to, like... Uh, have a living wage. No, that is definitely not it. Their heads would explode <laughs> if you said that to them. Okay, so they say homelessness demands a regional a regional response, which is exactly what John said, with other cities supporting and absorbing more of the population needing homes. So essentially they're saying, goodbye, homeless. Why don't you go live in Spokane? Sunny Spokane, maybe. Why don't you... Build log cabins in <laughs> yeah. in the forest. Yeah, there's plenty of room out there. Okay, that's overdue. Since Seattle's own survey found 51% of its homeless came from elsewhere, mostly around the region and state. Oh, that's not our fault then. Wow, that's just an overwhelming majority too. 51%. I mean, that's oh, like yeah, a- yeah. They're not. No, they're not. They can't. You can't be homeless in Cleelum. Okay, yeah. so just fuck off. The, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think we're all start job creators. Is that are we are we using that language now? Like, isn't that Republican language? Oh job yeah. Creators? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no, no. But listen, we are all Randians now. Like that is the Democratic line. That's everything. These are the job creators. If you get a job from them, you're the breadwinner. Well, they're the bread givers. Yeah, and there's nothing that society or anyone else should do about it. Only the market can provide that bread for you. Well, it's a totally, uh, you only get on the Seattle Times Ed board if you're a great writer. It's total meritocracy. That's why there are, you can see three members of the Blethen family on the Ed board. And- <laughs> 
good half of the Ed Board are members of the Blessing family, and that's because of Merritt. That's because they're they're good at their jobs. Yeah, so. they just happen to have that last name, but they earned it. Yeah, well, it's commonly known that Merritt runs in the blood, so <laughs> it's passed down. Yeah. It's, it's patrilineal, of course. Yeah. It's not it's called breeding, okay? <laughs> Pedigree. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's called inbreeding. <laughs> yeah, I said it. The Blethens are all inbred. Uh, Frank Blethen shot his neighbor's dog. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, that's a feature. Okay, tell us more. That's all I know, but story. <laughs> okay. Well, we're gonna have to look into that. We should we should do like a, a biography of the Blethen family. <laughs> what is it with conservatives killing dogs? Holy shit! <laughs> it's like a thing. Dude. Fucking hate dogs. Look, or they love killing can't. them. In 1996. Uh, he faced misdemeanor animal abuse charge after he shot his neighbor's dog with a pellet gun. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, my, oh, okay. How old was he at the time? 1996. Uh, fuck, I don't know. 60. Oh, that's awesome. Well, you know what they say: they start out abusing animals and then they go on <laughs> to kill people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they really do say that. They, <laughs> Frank. Blethen is a psychopath. I mean, that's that's on the that's at the top of the list. Is Gary Ridgway also on the uh, editorial board as well? Did he, did he make an appearance? Is his name on that, the masthead? Uh, that he well, he gave up a couple more bodies to get onto the editorial board. He did create detective jobs. He also cost prostitute jobs. I don't know. <laughs> okay, wait. I found a story on this, and this quote is so. This quote is directly from the mind of a 12 year old boy. It says, Blethen said he has never shot directly at the birds, but has fired into the water to try to scare them away. That's that's what you tell your mom when you have a BB gun and you're a dumb kid and you're trying to shoot at animals. You just you say you're trying to miss that you're not aiming at them. Oh, oh my God. because in addition to shooting his dog, he was reported. That that's this quote. He was reported to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service for shooting pellets at geese. Holy oh, shit! Okay, so yeah, but like there there are bodies. The on FBI Mercer Island. like profilers have a file on this guy for now. sure. Like when people go missing and his name like comes up. Okay, all right. This, <laughs> this we need this to look like into 11. this dude. Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. What a fucking freak. Yeah. Well, no. What I mean, these people like. Is it any fucking wonder that they'd like to see all the miscreant homeless people like? Rounded up and drowned in the Puget Sound. Like, well, they didn't say that exactly. They just said it's a regional problem. <laughs> they just alluded to it. Hey, look, it is a regional problem. It's a fucking national problem. Absolutely, but yeah. By but all that is is ducking responsibility. Is just kicking the can to somebody else. And what if if you know King County? And Seattle get together and get all the people together. They'll be against that shit too, whatever it is. Well, but, hey, you just pass affordable housing resolution at the state level, and then finally at the federal level, and we've solved it. We're good. It's really a global problem, but it is anyway. Uh, so yeah, that that's what we got for uh, the head tax. Hopefully, we can just avoid having to read any more bullshit tweets and uh, editorials about this now that it's been settled. Uh, we look forward to five years from now when the same debate gets completely recycled <laughs> with the same exact headlines and the same exact uh, tweets uh, all about it. So uh, enjoy that five years from now. Uh, the Kind of the second thing I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, less of a micro political thing about Seattle, but a good segue into it is that Durkin herself in her response to the head tax decision uh, started, you know, spouting off about how great Seattle was and noted that Seattle had the best new restaurant in the country. Um, and, you know, I consider that pretty couth to talk about fine dining in a speech about homelessness, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I actually thought the, uh... didn't do that in their statement, right? Like talking about <laughs> fancy restaurants. So. <laughs> exactly. So, so, you know, I mean, I guess she's just trying to say like, Hey guys, don't worry. Seattle is still a very expensive, nice city. 
And just because we're creating affordable housing doesn't mean it's, you know, <laughs> you won't have you, you, you won't be able to spend your gobs of cash as easily. Um, oh and so I guess there's two things to go over. Uh, the first one is there was an article in the Times, uh, the Seattle Times as well, about the new uh, millionaires martini, which is oh. <laughs> basically, um, you know, you hear about this every now and then, but I think this is the first time this has really struck Seattle, which was uh, so just sort of like free press for uh, this uh, bar or restaurant or hotel called Frolic in Seattle. Um, ha- have any of you guys been to Frolic before? I have. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. For, for a company event, of course. Okay. Okay. For a company and, event. Wait, is this? It's a rooftop thing, right? They have a rooftop, and uh, I, I went one night. Uh, a friend of mine was like, "Hey, we should. You should meet me up here at Frolic." Oh, and it big is, spenders. It is a hundred percent how to meet. It's like it's like uh, you know. 12 dudes in like polo shirts and about 500 pickup artists all hanging out on a rooftop. Uh, well, just it's a meat well, market, baby. It's, awesome. it's a completely a meat market. Uh, basically, if you end up at Frolic, you've made a huge fucking mistake. <laughs> like, Your life has gone wrong somewhere. Yeah, you, you start to reflect like what has led me uh, to, to this place. Um, but anyway, they are going to now, uh, I guess they announced this or who the fuck knows, right? But they're going to have... they announced it in the Seattle fucking Times. Well, right, right. The paper of record for for (laughs) Seattle. um, That they're going to offer martinis and other cocktails that, you know, essentially cost like $150, $200 a pop, which I think is fucking hilarious. That came out the same week as the Bezos interview, right? Him talking about having too much money. He doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's, it's It's just like a perfect bookends to this whole fucking stupid debate like millionaires cocktail menus and bezos having more money than god <laughs> but the head is the real problem yeah the problem is the communists uh running the seattle city council yeah well there are monarchists running this fucking restaurant <laughs> <laughs> do i get to use a homeless person as a table when they bring me the drink? yeah <laughs> yeah they bring you the drink and then they get down on all fours and you eat your appetizers off them and you can donate to them via <laughs> samaritan if you'd like <laughs> if their story is good enough <laughs> if your drink doesn't spill then you might consider it <laughs> <laughs>